0: This is Yasha Ben Israel, and you're listening to the Yasha Ben Israel, Tadario Terry Whitfield podcast show. The show where we press through the fog just to glance through the smog. Yeah. I used to be a rapper. Anywho. This is the show. The show where I talk about things that people don't want to talk about. I talk about things that people dare to talk about. Whether it be politics, whether it be religion, you know. Whether it be clandestine information. I talk about it, one of the topics of discussion today i like to talk about is how to combat viruses, and how to combat bacterial infections. I think this is an important topic to talk about. Most people don't want to talk about it. Most people don't know how to talk about it. Most people don't have the knowledge to talk about it. They don't even know how to start. I think it's an important topic of discussion. Simply because of the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast is not about COVID-19. but It's about viruses and bacterial infections. COVID-19 just happens to fall somewhere between viral and bacterial infections. I was talking to one of the elders last night. This elder is one of the guys that when he hears information, he doesn't process it the way that normal, uh, normal people process it. Being that he had sicknesses and illnesses and cancers, and he beat them. When he hears information about sicknesses and illnesses, You know, his ears go up. His canine ears go up. Okay. And the elder was telling me, we we were talking about COVID-19 last night. Last night, COVID-19 was the topic of discussion. And he was telling, and I was talking about how COVID-19, the coronavirus, is... A virus. I mean, coronavirus is a virus. Unless they're lying to us, playing games with us, feeding us faulty faulty information, at the end of the day, it is a virus. You know, we hear about viruses, and the most deadliest ones, somehow, When we hear and see information concerning these things, the fact that they are viruses go completely out of the window. And if they're not viruses, then the media, the Center for Disease Control, and the entire medical industry is a fraud. false advertisement. The truth of the matter is that COVID-19 is the coronavirus, the Corona-19 virus. And the, uh, the, the coronaviruses has numbers. I remember as a child, you know, reading the back of Lysol cans you know, reading the back of, uh, you know, certain household cleaning products. And it talked about how this product was able to, uh, you know, clean from the coronavirus. Back then, the virus didn't have any numbers like they do today. Corona 2, you know corona uh 19 and things of that sort what people fail to realize is that the common house cold is a virus and it is a coronavirus uh what people fail to realize is that the flu is a virus it is a coronavirus. SARS is a virus. They all are coronaviruses. Okay. The human immunodeficiency virus. HIV. It is a virus. Walk like a dog, bark like a dog, wag its tail like a dog, if you eat and drink like a dog, if responds like a dog, then it's a dog. Quack like a duck, walk like a duck, flap like a duck, then it's a duck. All of these are viruses. The topic of discussion again is not corona, but viruses for we're discussing not only the coronavirus but the many viruses that are inside of the coronavirus which includes the common household cold uh the flu SARS HIV all viruses now, the elder was telling me that he came across some information to where he was informed that COVID 19 is now being classified as a bacteria. Okay. Now, I don't know, you know, where that source of information come from, but I like the elder because the rabbit hole grows deeper and deeper and deeper. Just when you think you know it all, you know, the adversary will come to you. With some adversity. With some adversarial information. And I don't know whether it is to block you. Block what you're doing. Or. Is that God sent information. To prepare you for the next level. Everything. Is based on one's perspective and how one see it. I am very optimistic. I'm not pessimistic. And being that I'm an optimistic individual, I chose to see that as a God-sent message and one to prepare me for the next level. Being that is the case, I want to discuss some things foods and some herbs, some spices that you can add to your diet that will boost up your immune system, some of the strongest antiviral and antibacterial foods and herbs that you can put into your body to boost up your immune system. Okay. Number 1 Elderberries. Excuse me. Excuse me, y'all, I had to decline that call number one is elderberries someone was calling me number one is elderberries why say number one is why is elderberries number one elderberries man i'm here to tell you it's packed with all types of antioxidants Packed with all types of good trace minerals. It is antibacterial. It is antifungal. And it is antiviral. Elderberries is one of the I would recommend that anybody that has any type of viral infections or any type of bacterial infections, but mostly viral, elderberries would be on the top of my recommendation list. Now, when you take elderberries, you must be informed on how to properly take elderberries and be informed in the most simplistic manner on how to take it and what it does. Elderberries, they are one particular food item that when you eat it, it boosts the immune system tremendously tremendously and when you're dealing with coronaviruses one of the con- one of the concerns is that elderberries boost the immune system so much that it can set off what is called cytokine storms which are storms of white blood cells which are like the body's army a bunch of soldiers that come to fight the enemy and when the virus enters into the body they say it sets off a cytokine storm to where all of the body's defenses just come together and produce a storm of white blood cells, and they attack it. And a lot of people says this is not good, but it is crazy because if there's an invader in the body, then the body should do. And it's a foreign invader, one that the body doesn't know. Then the body is designed with the right help, with the right vitamins, nutrients. To send a storm of white blood cells to attack the invader. That is what the immune system does. Okay. The problem with that is this. You can't take elderberries on a daily basis. And expect at the same time. To have a perfectly function immune system. Why is that? Because elderberries basically are immune boosters. And if you constantly boosting up your immune system and you got your immune system boosted all the way up all the time, then you constantly work in the body. So when the invaders come the body and immune system is tired and wow. You didn't wore it out we won't properly be able to fight these invaders the best way I would recommend to take elderberries in the season of this pandemic is that I would say since there's a two day incubation period period from the time that of contact and the initial manifest, from the time of the initial infestation and the time of the man, full manifestation of the uh, uh, infestation of the COVID-19 virus, there's a two-day incubation period. So when you start to get sick, you can calculate what was you doing where was you at, who you were around two days ago, okay? And that will give you a just of how you contracted it, where you contracted it, and who you contracted it from. Being that there's a two-day incubation period, I would recommend that when you take your elderberry products, if you're taking it as a preventative method take it every 2 to 3 days okay you take it every 2 to 3 days that would be a perfect defense mechanism to ward off diseases to keep you healthy and keep you from actually ever contracting the, the disease <clears throat> the virus Okay. Now, you also can just, a good thing to take would be on a daily basis. If you wanted to take something on a daily basis, okay, you wanted to take something on a daily basis, it's good to take green teas and black teas because they are antiviral green teas are excellent green teas are both antiviral and antifungal people who have funguses like nail funguses where their fingernails and toenails turn black if they were to just soak their feet in some potent super potent green tea how you make it potent you can take the more bags you put into a set amount of water, the more potent that tea will become. Let them, The longer you let the bag set inside of the water, the more potent the tea becomes. Soak your hands or your feet in there, or anywhere that there's some type of fungus in the body, because green tea is antifungal and it's antibacterial, and it is antiviral. So, you could take green teas, alternate them, you know, take green, A uh, uh, drink it twice a day would be great. The more you drink it, the better it, it, it'll work for you. You know, the more, the merrier. Green teas every day and elderberries every two to three days, alternate it, uh, uh, go two days, then take it, then next time go three days, then take it, then next time go two days, The next time go three days, you know. Uh, and that that should be sufficient enough to prevent you uh, from catching any viruses, whether it be the cold, the flu, SARS, uh, HIV, even. Kind of crazy that you say that I say that. Okay, now if you can't find any elderberries, okay, a very, very another very powerful antiviral herb is sage okay sage is very 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 powerful <clears throat> if you wanted to clean your air from coronaviruses you can make sage incense there's videos on youtube how you could take sage straight from your cabinet sage is very cheap You can go in the grocery store and get it for maybe a dollar or two or less. You know, depending on the weight and, and how much. You know, how much you're getting. Take a teaspoon. Now understand these are teaspoons. And why they call them teaspoons? Because the actual amount, the size of the spoon is the normal or regular amount of powder herb, powdered herbs that it would take to make an 8 ounce glass of tea. Okay. So you could take a flat teaspoon of sage and add it to a cup of green tea with honey. Add it to a cup of green tea with honey and drink it. Uh, sage is probably one of the Earth's most powerful antiviral herbs. Probably one of the most powerful on the planet. There's research that has been done on sage. And sage has actually been demonstrated and proven to inhibit the growth the growth of HIV. Yep. It inhibits the growth of HIV. And prior to the coronavirus 19, the HIV virus was probably the most deadly and deadliest and most feared virus that we have come to know. And SAGE has been proven. The CDC knows this. Medical, The medical establishment knows this. But one thing that the medical establishment, they do not deny, but they also do not practice homeopathic medicine. Medications, which is the healing of the body through herbs, spices, and healthy eating, exercise, good diets. You know, they don't promote that as much as they promote pharmacia, which is today, medications. You know, that is what their practice is, and that's what they promote. Why they do that is, is, uh, is something for another video. Sage, elderberries, green tea, garlic. Garlic is very antiviral. Garlic is antibacterial. Which means that it is an antibiotic. To get rid of bacterial infections, you take antibiotics. Honey is an antibiotic. And there's other special kinds of honey that you can use to uh, fight bacterial infections. But Honey itself fights bacterial infections and is a powerful antibiotic. So, uh, make these teas and don't be afraid to pour the honey in. uh, When you're dealing with the sage, you may need a little bit more honey than you would normally use because sage really doesn't have a great taste to it. So, you're going to need to sweeten up the tea. You know, stir it up real good. Uh, For those who are homeopathic-minded, here's a very good herb to take. If you have uh, any viral infections, colds, flus, corona... A good herb, two good herbs to take. I like to combine them together. Slippery elm and mullein. Slippery elm and mullein. Here's a testimonial. I had bought some property. Maybe about 15 years ago, okay? And I was working on a property. I didn't have a furnace, so I was using space heaters in the house. And when the winter time came, it was—I I just kept one certain area of the house warm. And it was, it was that area was toasty. And in Detroit, winters sometimes they get unbelievably cold. And one evening, one winter, I, I can recall. You know being in the room is so toasty i take my shirt off hey i'm relaxed and i forget the fact that the whole house is not like this i go downstairs and use the bathroom and it's cold as hell down there eventually i end up catching pneumonia and listening to the great dr layla africa you know that's the guy who i learned the most from Learn, I learned something from Dr. Saby. Layla Africa talked talked about how to reduce inflammation and to rid the body from uh, pneumonia and that's what I had I had messed around and caught pneumonia. I went and made a great big huge pot of slippery elm and mullein tea It was a great huge pot you know the kind that people cook greens and stuff in. You know, I made a great big huge pot. I took all of the tea bags from, from both the mullein and the slippery elm and made one. And I put some tea and some honey, lemons in there, you know, for taste and it's uh, medicinal properties. And I made a huge, huge vat. And I started drinking this stuff and just started knocking this stuff off. You know, I would walk through the house with a cup, you know. Constantly drinking this stuff all day. And I would say within two days, three days for sure, all signs of the pneumonia was gone. And the slippery elm, the thing about the slippery elm is that, and what I've learned since then, is that you probably shouldn't put the slippery elm, I get it in a powder. Okay. Most of my herbs, I get them in a powder today. I used to get them in tea bags. Today, I get them in powder. I want all of it. I want it holistically. The whole plant, you know, inside of me. And powder is nothing but the plant powder. The whole plant. You know, instead of getting the extracts and the leaves, you know, you get the whole thing with the powder, you know. So I put the powders in. I, 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 the mullein is something that when you put it. In, in, inside of, you know, your drinks and it's hot, mullen kind of gels up. It turns like into a gel. So you really want to drink it kind of fast before it kind of thickens up. You know, I don't like to drink my teas thick like a gel. You know, and that's what mulling will do. Mulling will thicken it up. So what I would do is just make... I, I'm not mulling. Slippery Elm is uh, 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 thickening it up. So what I do is make the mulling tea you know, have it already prepared, you know, and just heat it up, throw it in the microwave or whatever, it's better, I I would recommend it just heat it by the stove, because the microwave kind of, you know, kind of takes away, kind of, sort of, you know, Uh, if I use the microwave for anything, it would be just to heat the water, baby, and then put the herbs in afterward, you know, but the minute you put the slippery elm in the cup, you want to, you know, start drinking it because it's going to get kind of thick. And I really don't like drinking thick stuff. But what the slippery... The, both of those are excellent. You know, excellent at fighting and, and, and lung and respiratory healing. That slippery elm is so, it's so powerful that you could take the slippery elm. Okay? And within hours you don't even have to cough to get the slim, the phlegm up, the, the, the phlegm up out your lungs, it just naturally just comes up, and it comes up in thick, you know, and that's good because coughing is really not good, you know what I mean, it, the, the, the slippery elm just naturally just draws all of the stuff up, you know, it it it, it 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 fights inflammation. It puts the thicker it is, actually, the more potent it is, and 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 the better it'll work. But a lot of people just can't take that thick. I myself personally, I don't like that thick. Uh-uh. But if I'm sick enough, I will take it. Okay. Uh, some slippery elm and mullein, garlic. Add garlic to your diet. Ginger. Ginger is powerful. Ginger. Turmeric. Pineapples. Pineapples are good. Lemons. Add these things to your diet. Okay. Uh, Oregano oil. But I would recommend oregano oil, and I mean, you could take a a, a good medication, you could take, you could take, get you some oregano oil, usually it has the little syringe on it, you know, where you could, you know, the the squeeze, where you could squeeze it in a tube, the amount, you know, take you a little bit, squeeze it, get you some uh, garlic, Okay, and you want to do this kind of right away because uh, you want to let this sit for about a month. Get you some uh, uh, oregano oil. You really don't even need the oregano oil, but you can to make the anti, uh, uh, bacterial anti-property uh, 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 stronger. <sighs> but you really don't need the uh, uh, oregano oil. You know, I'm always adding extra stuff. I like to mix the herbs, and, you know, give the body a powerful pack and punch. Okay, But you take you some a uh, uh, garlic, crush them up. Okay? Once you crush up the garlic, it activates its antiviral, and antibacterial properties. And you take it and you put it in a jar of honey. Take you a bunch of them, a bunch of garlic bulbs. Crush them and then put them in a jar of honey. And then let it sit for about 30 days. Okay, and, 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 and let, what you're doing is, is letting the oils from the uh, garlic, they're going to start seeping into the honey, and then the garlic boils, the garlic bulbs is actually going to start reabsorbing the honey and the oils, and all you got to do is take you just one or two... Of garlic bulbs every day. Powerful. Okay, powerful. These things will help you boost your immune system and will help you uh, combat and win against viruses, inflammations antibacterial infections okay these are the best ways to fight the common house cold flu, coronaviruses okay now with the HIV all of those things would be good to add to your diet but it is most important to use save Use it daily. Use it three times a day. Any of these things I'm telling you. You're going to see results. I'm going to do a testimonial. Where I'm going to. Reach out to some of the people. Who I've helped. and Ask them to tell the story. You know. And I'm going to interview them. And. Ask them to tell their story on how they have got, how they defeat, defeat, defeated their physical ailments. That being that, this is Ben Israel. For the Yasha Ben in Israel. To Dario Terry Whitfield show. The show where we prance through the fall. Just to glance through the smog. The show where I talk about things they don't want you to know. The show where I talk about things that other people dare to talk about. This is Yasha Bin Israel signing out. Signing off. Shalom, shalom.